Hey, Mystic Michaela, spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. Today, I'm talking about all things indigo and talking about um, combinations and, and whatnot and things like that. A little bit about Mercury and retrograde. But first, hey, Scott. Hey, guys. What's going on? What's going on? What's happening? Well... <laughs> Well, we were going to start with actually Mercury in retrograde. Yeah. But apparently, as we are taping right now, yes. live, and obviously it won't be live when you listen to this, but <laughs> right. uh, on the Mystic Michaela spiritual family page on Facebook, there is a crazy thread going on. Now, I am not going to say anybody's name because I want to protect the innocent, but some <laughs> nice member of the of the group put up a post that is just getting a lot of traction and people are really chiming in on this. And I want to just go through this a little bit. Because okay. I didn't know anything about this. I okay. can't even believe this is so true. So what is it? What is okay. it? So the, this girl, she writes that she was looking up, you know, she listened to last week's episode. Mm-hmm. About uh, crystals. About the crystal. She was looking for fluorite. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I assume that was one that you talked for about. For turquoises, right? For turquoises, right. But anybody really. Right. So she did a Google search, you know, just <laughs> trying to get a fluorite stone. Of course, you could just go to our website. Um, but uh, if you don't want to go there, she did a Google search. And what came up was this rather large ding dong? <laughs> Looks more like purple in color. It's, Looks it's like totally of, fluorite. It's like yeah. that purple green. Okay, it's like a phallic object. Yes. We'll call it. Yes, it looks very. It's phallic. Very no, that's fa- what it is. Oh, it is. Okay, that's. <laughs> um, but I mean, it looks a little like purplish to me. I don't. I don't know. But apparently, it's a thing. Like to collect these phallic objects in your favorite crystal. I, okay, so I did not know that, and I, I am, like, flabbergasted I'm learning right now. a lot, too. Yes. Okay, so... <laughs> I think we're, we're all learning a lot on this page. You know, so basically, a lot of people have been chiming in. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's been some very interesting responses. Now, one person, actually, and again, I'm not going to use any names, but they said it's probably better than, like, plastic. If you think about it, like... And they weren't even joking, just no. like, you know, what chemicals are in plastic. Right. You know, and this is like a crystal. Um, <laughs> so right there. But I got some issues here too. Okay. And, and some of these other people did too. Like, you know, one person, wouldn't that be very cold? I Yeah. You, you maybe you like wash it in warm water first, like run it under the, the hot tap. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I just so, gave a tip. So you take the. <laughs> I just gave a tip. Phallic. I don't have one of these. Ding dong. Fluorite. <laughs> purple looking crystal. Right. I run it and under some hot water. That there, easy fix. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I suggested that, uh, and you know, we had the Mr. McHale <laughs> spiritual family gathering last oh my year. God. And I, I suggested you know, next year we put them in the goodie bags. Like we did. <laughs> but then Leanna was like, that they're pricey. So maybe we just like raffle one off. Right. Like, a like big, apparently like, they're very expensive. Yes. Well, and like somebody put a picture of like, <laughs> what? <laughs> But they saw it, a, a crystal shop. Yes. It was like front and center. Yes. Now, Rose Quartz version. Yes. And I'm staring at it right now. It's rather, <laughs> you know, phallic. And this one's pink, by the way. So this is for the pink people. Yeah. Pink Rose Quartz is pink, right? Yeah. Now, first of all, I mean, again, I'm not going to mention names, but who, like, like, they, I took, take they a, took that picture. I take that picture. You take picture. that picture? Too? Yes, oh, I would. Well, you guys, you and this person have a lot in common. I, I would take that picture 100%. Uh, I'm gonna have to, now, here's the funniest thing. Now, next to this massive phallic thing in this picture that one of the members took, there's also something called the small pocket Johnson. What the heck is that? 
Yes. Let this me is, see that. Okay, I'm going to show it to you. It's only we 10 might, bucks, too. Oh. For what you need when you need a extra set of balls what? for extreme confidence building. I don't know. What stone is it made out of? It's, it, it looks like that purple one again. Fluorite? The fluorite, yeah. For what you need. It's... it. Oh, you for know, when, sorry, for when you need a set of balls for extra confidence. Fluorite is for confidence. Yeah. It's for self-confidence. I was thinking, oh my God, I was thinking more for like, you know, because turquoises, you know, always need help with their confidence. Yeah. yeah. Or that. Okay. Sure. So, someone said that you should get it for me for Father's Day. I don't, <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that I need the pocket Johnson or this other large thing, but someone says I should get it for Father's Day. I said, okay, sure. That's a great gift. Yeah, that's a great gift. Why not? Um... <laughs> But I, I'm, I'm shocked. And I think after this is over, <laughs> this is another funny question just before I go into that. Someone also said, uh, what kind of occupation would it be called for someone that makes this look yeah, so like who makes this? realistic? Like, what's the job title for the person that carves the phallic crystals? If anyone knows that, please tell please us. Please let us know. Yeah, please let us know. Like, and how do they introduce themselves? Yes. Uh, just an <laughs> unbelievable thread. All I'm going to say is people obvious i always knew people loved their crystals and now we know they love their crystals they like you can them. love up and on I, your crystal i'm telling you what now i am going on amazon after this and i'm buying one of these things that's so sweet honey yeah that wasn't for you <laughs> oh <laughs> i'm just gonna end it with this last comment and i don't even want to know what this is oh, but someone that? goes do you know a company called Chakra Rubs. So I'm going to leave that one alone. What is that? I don't know. Maybe in another episode we talk about it. And I think on that note, Mercury... Now, here's one other thing. One problem you might have with this crystal, and this will get into the first topic of today, uh, what if it snaps? Oh, yes. Crystals break, right? They do. When you're done with them, they break. So if it (laughs) cracks off... Oh, my gosh. You're using the crystal... I don't think it'd be hard to That's find. That's a Mercury and retrograde thing. Say that again? Mercury and retrograde <laughs> like, thing. It's really, really hard for you to say it that. It is hard for me to say that. Can I just call it M- MR? Yeah, just All call right. it the, the Mercury retrograde. Mercury retrograde. Okay. Yeah, just call it the retrograde. The retrograde. The retrograde. All right. Uh, Tell us about it. Yeah, okay. Great segue. Um, so because <laughs> I can't even... <laughs> Because in Mercury retrograde, technological things, tech things tend to break down. So yeah. that would be a good thing for you. Yeah. Because there's no tech required. Like, let's say you needed that. You needed your phallic object to work. It's oh. never going to break, really, though. Because you're saying some could go back, like die. Die, like electric. Right. Yeah. Or battery. Yes. Battery. Yeah. Or electric. Battery. Yeah. So this would be good then. This is good. Unless it cracked off. That's you. a better segue. Mm, okay. Ooh, okay. So, yeah. So it is, it's as of June 17th, all the way to July 12th, Mercury is in retrograde. But guess what? There's like a bunch of other planets in retrograde. Venus, Jupiter, Saturn, and Pluto. But the thing is, is Mercury in retrograde always gets the uh, the bad rap. You always get scared I, of I Mercury in retrograde. No, I do because we've had a lot we've of... Had, yes, and I, you're actually a believer now, kind of. I, you know, I, Give I, me I a mean, percentage of belief, Red Aura Man. I'm, okay. If we go back a few years, like 0%. <laughs> if we go back like two years, like... 10%. Okay. Today. Like, where are we at? We're at like 30 to 40%. <laughs> That's pretty big. Yeah. I'll take it. I mean, we've had so many things happen during the, the retrograde and retrograde <laughs> that, <laughs> um, the retrograde. Right. That it's hard now to, now, I, 
you know, I try to like put myself in a much po- like a very positive mind frame. So yeah, like, you it's get not, real nervous. Yeah, so I, I don't want it to be like the nervous thing making yeah. these happen. Right. But it usually like if an if our like our air conditioner is gonna break. Dude, yeah, it broke during Mercury retrograde, and so did our like washing machine yep. all one time. Our washing machine, a mic, the microwave. Micro, what else yeah. happened? Uh, like microwave. I mean, everything. Anything that's ever broken yeah. has been during that time. It's always like the big. We always like get. The big appliances yeah. get all screwed up. Yes. I actually have like a separate bank account. It's the Mercury <laughs> and retrograde bank account. And I keep like a few thousand dollars in there. Oh, yeah. And that's just for when you don't know about it. Oh, but okay. that's, it's also for crystals. Is it for crystals that are <laughs> pricey <laughs> and sexy? Um, you know, a lot of like weird business transactions. Well, that's, a, yeah. Happen it, it, or don't happen. Yeah. Mercury represents communication, commerce, tech, short distance travel. Like anything that can make your life really flippin' annoying, like a retrograde, a Mercury and retrograde can really take care of. So that's why they say like, don't do business transactions during it. And and do I believe in that? The thing with, I do, because the thing with retrogrades is that life, the whole point of it is like the planet slows down. So like energy slows down. So like things, the reason why things go wonky is so you can be like, oh, let me reevaluate or see what's going on or pause in my own life. I mean, this whole pandemic, this whole quarantine has been like a pause. Mm -hmm. So I think it's kind of like what things don't work for me, like what things just provide complications so I can remove them. That's what you're supposed to do with Mercury and retrograde. Like it's funny because like, we're all like, oh my God, Mercury retrograde. Oh, you know, but like, it's truly supposed to be like a positive time to clear out the stuff that bugs you. But some signs get more agitated by others. Like Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorns feel it the most. Hmm. Yeah. Do Virgo, what about Virgos? They didn't say that, but Scorpios and Pisces feel it the least. Scorpio. Or so they say, but we all feel it. Like I get very anxious and it's like sometimes it's really hard for me to sleep. Like always around full moons, I'm like that. Yeah. And some more than others. But I don't really feel anything. No. So no. Like you, no. But I know weird things have happened. Not I, I, I don't know if those are coincidences or not. But Well it's like, in it's in Cancer. Okay. Too. Okay. Mercury's in Cancer. Okay. Um this retrograde's in Cancer, which means like it's going this is more about pulling out your emotional stuff. So, like, pulling focus to your past, like, your programming, your upbringing, how it affects who you are now. Have you been doing any of that? No, I have not. <laughs> it's like zero reflection. Zero. I don't reflect. I rarely reflect. <laughs> I'm, like, the least reflecting person. Like, what happens when, like, something happens and you're like, oh, I should reflect? Like, what do you do? Like, I, <laughs> no, it just never comes up. Just I don't never. journal. I don't reflect. <laughs> That's awful. I don't look within... Stop. I don't do any of that kind of stuff. I do it for you. Well, I did program a crystal last week. You did program that yeah, crystal. Look how good that did. It, it helped great. you it a lot, great. actually. Yeah, yeah, it actually. Yeah. Yes, it did. For endurance. Oh, no. I wasn't talking about that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was not talking about that if one. If you didn't listen to last week. I don't need endurance anymore. I'm going to go buy funny. that crystal off the Amazon. <laughs> oh, God. This is situation. We won't even need you. No. We'll I'm, just- <laughs> I'm just going to get five crystals, seven crystals called a day. <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about the same thing. I don't know either. (laughs) What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect 
defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Um, okay. Oh, a good way. Okay. So for the past couple of years, a majority of like these, okay. So there's an eclipse coming up too. There's like all this stuff happening at once. We're on the eve of destruction. Oh, and okay. So Venus is already in retrograde and it goes out of it June 25th. But listen to this. Okay. Venus controls society and the role you play in it. How crazy is that with everything that's going on right now? Really? Yeah. Like people are truly blaming it on Venus being in retrograde. What does Saturn do? Does it do anything? Except they like, all do something. Except hurl rocks at, what's his name, Brad Pitt in that movie, Ad Astra. What are you talking about? Oh, don't talk about movies nobody's watched okay. except us because we're bored. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> what about Pluto? Is that even a planet? <laughs> so anyways, also with the Venus being in retrograde till June 25th, like mm-hmm. it's all about breakups and shakeups. And like I swear okay. all my readings yeah. have been about like, a lot more relationship stuff than the normal with people. I mean, look at us. We're talking about like yeah. getting a crystal to replace certain things. Right. So <laughs> it's obviously Mercury, working. Re- re- the Mercury retrograde Venus, is. That's just, Venus's fault. That's Venus's fault? Yeah. So basically, what you're saying is nothing's our fault. I can take <laughs> the nine planets or they're nine, eight, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Ten. They changed one. Yeah, they keep changing them on me. By, like well, After we were in yeah. seventh grade, yeah. they, I think they added yeah. one and took one away. Yeah. I so don't you, even know. You know what? I'm going with the nine planets. That's what I knew in fourth grade. I'm sticking with that. <laughs> okay. You refuse to believe Pluto's not real. I re- Exactly. <laughs> Pluto is a planet. I learned it was a planet in fourth grade. Still a planet. <laughs> so basically what you're telling me. Is anything I do wrong in life? Mm-hmm. I can just blame it on one of the nine planets. Yeah. So like when I was a jerk the other night, that was Mars's fault. <laughs> yes. Okay. You could blame it on that. And like you still have to be personally responsible for it, but you okay. can also understand the influence that the cosmos has over your moods. Okay. All which right. is what I do. Just don't go in the kitchen. What? Yeah. Why? Well, it doesn't matter anyway because it was Neptune's fault. <laughs> so whatever happened in there. What are you and the bathroom, talking about? The bathroom. That was your greatest fault. All right, Scott. You're like, you're like a middle schooler. All right, let's get on with what we're going to talk about today. Okay. Hey, guys. So on episode 37, which I was talking about aura combinations, huge faux pas, I forgot to talk about indigos. I forgot to add indigos into the conversation. So here's the thing, like with indigos, um, I often, if, if you've had a reading from me and, and you're indigo, you've heard this, I don't see indigos out in my daily life, but in my readings, I see them all the time. I feel like indigos 
are attracted to what I do. So I get a lot of indigos. But the thing is, is if you're indigo, you probably don't know a ton of people like you, like if any. So you can always feel a little bit apart. And it's kind of funny. I forgot. I'm indigo. And it's kind of funny that I forgot indigos because in a reading with an indigo, it's always kind of funny um, and not because the whole reading will talk about everyone else in their life, like their cousins, their mom, their boyfriend, their boyfriend's family, like everybody. And then at the end of the, it's like, oh, wait, we have to talk about you. Like we totally forgot to talk about you. So I'm sorry, indigos. And I'm sorry to myself. I forgot to talk about indigo combinations. Okay. So here they are. And also, while we're at it, let's talk about some other indigo attributes and tendencies. And because indigos are similar to blues, blues are going to get talked about too as I go along here. Because there are a lot of cross comparisons you can make. Indigos are emotionally psychic. They feel it all the same as another person. They don't have to be around these people to feel their feelings. Okay, big indigo thing. You can, if you're an indigo, you can feel other feelings without any sort of physical closeness. So you'll be just doing your thing and all of a sudden you're like feeling sad or upset. And that's why the more you get to know yourself, the better, because you'll be like, oh, wait a second. I'm feeling, you know, so-and-so's situation on me. Attachments. You can feel other feelings of people that you have attachments with. This is why indigos need total isolation to heal. They truly don't know themselves or know peace in the presence of others. This is also why they tend to go for green aura friends and green aura significant others because they like that zen feeling a balanced green can have, that kind of turn off, like one mood thing only a green person can do. It's kind of living with white noise, so it's easier. Little... I don't know if you'll relate or not, but like I used to watch True Blood on HBO, if you remember that. But like even better than that show, because the show got weird, I read all the books. There's this whole, and if you're into sci-fi stuff, I totally recommend the books. It's like mystery and sci-fi and it's like all uh, super good distraction. Okay. So anyways, that's my book recommendation. So I am Indigo and my gift plus the Indigo does something where it, it's like I feel other people's feelings as they are plus messages. And I do find myself in people's minds all the time. And it's great for readings. But when you're out and about, it's not so great. In any case, the main character of these books, it's like the Sookie Stackhouse series, is her name's Sookie. And she has an ability to read minds. And here's the thing. Like, no one should have that ability. It's not fair to anyone. So she has to live her whole life and hear what people are thinking about her, about others, things in general. And it's just always awful and distracting. And that's kind of what being an indigo is like, but with emotions. I really relate to those books because of that. And I feel like this is a way for people, you know, to understand what living your life is as an indigo. It's real. And it's a sixth sense. Same as smelling. And you can't turn it off. Like, just like you can't... If somebody's smelly and they're next to you, you're going to smell it. And the thing with indigo is if somebody's in a bad mood and they're near you, you're going to feel that bad mood. And everyone around you in your life will most likely be like, what are you talking about? (laughs) Or shut it off or turn it off. But you can't. Just like you couldn't turn it off if someone was smelly. But it's truly not fair. And there's no escape from it, really. So you have to learn that it's real so you can deal with it and then put up boundaries. Uh, it's a gift, but it's also something that, like anything, you have to make accommodations for in life. And 
main problem with indigos is they put up with a lot of stuff that they, they really don't have to. But that's a whole self-worth issue, and that's, that's getting deep there. But we'll get into that. But let's talk about some indigo combinations. Okay. Indigo purple. For me to see, very common out and about. Again, not so much. Indigos are kind of able to deep dive into others' energies full on, but they have an awareness of this. They know they're doing it. With indigo purples, it's a little easier in a way for them to notice they're doing it. Because they can sense others' energy, they'll dive in and they'll figure out what's going on. Purple with the indigo just makes this a little bit more perceptive. It double feels it. So purples have a sixth sense themselves. They know when something's up with someone, even if they can't pinpoint it just yet, like they'll solve the case without evidence. And then they're like, they can go a little nuts. They're like, I know there's evidence. And and usually it'll it'll turn up. That's why I'll say like, you're, you're not paranoid, you're purple. (laughs) Um, so anyway, so they can go in and they can get this information on an energetic and in like this energetic and deep emotional way using their indigo. So purples will first send some things up and then their indigo will go in and get what it is emotionally. This is why indigo purples can't have a ton of friends. (laughs) They will be friends with everyone, like they're friendly and everyone wants to be friends with them, but they can't do it. They can often seem mysterious or just really deep. They relate to anyone, like they like people. They just can't let everyone in or many people in because it's too much work. It's too much energy to keep everyone at the level they need to keep people at to feel successful at the friendship because they give, they can't do like 50% in life. So... They like indigos can't do 50%. They have to give a hundred percent to emotional relationship. That's why I always will see like indigo parents have a really hard time working and being a parent because they feel like they're slacking somewhere and then they feel awful about themselves. So especially with emotional relationships, they need to give 110%. So they can't have so many friends because they'll feel bad at it. Okay. Indigo yellows. Indigos will feel out others and then if they're yellow, they, the yellow comes in to support that. So it's like their little scaffolding tool. Literally, they will help you with your action, like your actual action plans. So indigos will feel your problem. Like, that's a problem. And then the yellow is like, let me solve it. <laughs> and they just do it for you. They're wonderful that way. They don't even have to be asked. They just do it. They can provide emotional support, and they do. But they also are amazing at jumping in and they advocate. They'll use, now these are indigos that their yellow will come in and like they'll use their voice. They'll organize, they'll overall assist other people um, who their indigo sense has picked up as in need. It can be taxing. And I often will see indigo yellows lean on their yellow to defer the stress. In this case, the yellow can often get hijacked by the ego as they try to block themselves from feeling too much. Indigo is a tough energy to snuff out, but they will wear inauthentic blue more than other colors. So indigo yellows and like the lean on the yellow and sometimes the indigo because it's getting shoved out will kind of turn into this hazy inauthentic blue thing. I'll talk about that more in a second. Yellow indigos have an awareness of what looks scattered or disorganized or all over the place to others. So they're extra good at masking it with their yellow. So I will often see indigo yellows, just super sensitive, very aware, and very much the types to want to know the most about their ability and how they can best utilize it. They want to control it more than other indigo combinations. Um, Indigos can, you know, yellows don't like things looking messy. That's kind of like a yellow person thing. So when you're indigo and you can feel how you 
other people reacting to how you are, it can make you even more anxious to try to fix it, if that makes sense. So that's what I see Indigo's Yellow dealing with a lot. Like as they go through like their spiritual um, awakenings, you know, things are messy. They feel other people being like, what's wrong with you? And then they can kind of have a hard time with that because then their yellow will feel out of control and they feel other people feeling, you know, their judgments and it's a whole, it's a whole thing. So that's the yellow indigo struggle. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. (sighs) The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center. Thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Indigo greens, I mean, man, they got it hard, okay? They They see it all. They feel it all. I don't see a lot of indigo greens. It's like being able to have the perspective of the green person, that eagle eye green person thing, where everything is how it is, like the reality of it. And then on top of it, like the emotional psychicness of the indigo, how everyone actually feels. So how everything actually works as a system and how everyone actually feels as a human all at once. The emotion and the vision is at full amp and it's a lot to handle. Usually green indigos tend to do global change in some way. They need to do something like environmental law reform, let's say, or health reform or people or anything where they try to change the system where they can see it's about serving the emotional well-being of humanity. It's a rare combo and it's very deep and needs to be talked about openly if one has double vision on the way things are done. I have a client, um, I'm just, it just came to my mind as I'm talking about this, and she's indigo green and she, I wonder if she listens. I don't know. She, uh, she does work and it's funny cause she, she's a botanist, but she writes about it. So it's like, and she's trying to gain or gather so as to get awareness to the importance of climate and how it affects plants and all this stuff. And, but when I do her readings and I, and I read her energy, it's like, she's this artist in a way, cause she writes and she feels so deeply and she connects so strong to the earth, but she's also scientific about it. So it's just kind of like this, this essence of somebody who sees the big picture. Like if you could just zoom out and see everything and at the same time connect so strong with the complexity of it all. That right there is the indigo green. Inauthentic blue with indigo. Let's talk about that. All right. So I told you sometimes indigos will turn it into inauthentic blue. It's like they turn down the volume here. I will sometimes in a reading see people who are indigo wear inauthentic blue. So I talked about inauthentic inauthentic colors on a whole other podcast episode. 
So, inauthentic colors are a thing. Um, it's just that indigos tend to go for the inauthentic blue if they're going to wear an inauthentic color. It's just the way that they tend to dim their light. So, if you're blue, you're blue and you're fine and you're authentically that color. Like, wearing any inauthentic color, not good. It doesn't mean the color's not good. It means that you're wearing one that doesn't belong to you. That's the not good part, not the color. So, anyways. So... They wear it because the thing with blues versus indigos is like when you're indigo, you can't deal with so many interactions at once. And blue people do tend to be able to deal with more volume when it comes to emotional overload and indigos cannot. So as it happens, they don't want to seem weak or sensitive or wimpy. Like they can only handle like one interaction with somebody today. So they'll put on, they'll, they'll slap on their inauthentic blue and they'll push themselves to be more social or to do more at work or to just get more stuff done. Or And they try to snuff out their own ability to go way deep. They try to keep it more surface for a couple of reasons. One, they try not to deep dive into people so much because they're dealing with them. Or And two, they don't, they have this need not to freak people out <laughs> because indigos have this thing, they have a presence where they can, they can't do small talk. So it's kind of like when you're talking to an indigo, like they look at you and right away, they're just going to blurt the elephant in the room or they're going to be like, what's going on with your husband? Or I have this thing I, I need, you know, they, they can't keep it shallow. Like they have to go there because they feel it. So when they wear an authentic blue, they don't go there. And because they don't want to feel other people's reactions to their depth or whatever. So anyways, I will sometimes read someone and I can tell they're indigo, but wearing blue. And a lot of indigos go through this like shedding process throughout their life, or they will go back and forth between an authentic blue and their natural indigo color. It's just about feeling, knowing that they can't do as much and they have to stop apologizing for it all the time to themselves. Indigos can feel bad about needing boundaries. They think it's mean and selfish. So they will push themselves into doing more things. A lot of it's your programming, like how you were brought up, um, so it just ends up being cloudy, overwhelmed, and fatigued when they have to put on an inauthentic color because they feel like they're being too sensitive or too, um, I don't know, like put away or things like that in their life. And, and that's when the inauthentic color will pop up. I never really see indigo reds. Someone asked me that. Don't really see that. Can't think of any instances. Huge question I get asked. The difference between indigo and blue. A lot of it's the same. It's about in endurance. <laughs> so they're both able to feel other people's feelings as their own. Indigos have a lower threshold of tolerance to it than blues do. So all the things I talk about with indigos, blues feel too. But sometimes blues can like compartmentalize it for longer periods of time. The thing I notice with blues is they will suffer burnout like all the time. They will stay in a bad situation like way too long and keep going without realizing this is some kind of crisis. They're able to to kind of just keep themselves in that coma longer. Whereas indigos will literally get up and walk out of a situation, relationship, and environment with little to no warning or plan of action. It sneaks up on them and then it's like they flee. It's fight or flight is an indigo thing. It gets wrapped up in their brains so they can feel like running they're running for their life when suddenly it's a situation or relationship they can't handle anymore. So blues are more able to tough something out whereas an indigo all of a sudden one day they're like gone. And you're like what the heck just happened? What happened to that person? And when I say gone, 
we're talking about the Indigo Door Slam. Okay, so what's that? I've been wanting to talk about this for a while. It's a thing that both Indigos and Blues do, and Purples will do it too. Okay, the thing between Purples and Blues is, like, they will get over something. <laughs> like, if somebody says sorry or, like, um, I don't know, time goes by or whatever, Indigos can't like kind of when they're done they're like done for life and some blues are like this too that's what i mean it kind of depends on your personality a little bit too um with if you're blue and you do this uh but it's definitely an indigo thing and some blue people do it it's the door slam like when you are done you are done for like how many readings do i do where i feel someone is building up to a door slam and they know it and they fear it i will read people in marriages where they know it's done they know, but they don't want to let themselves get there because they know once they are done, man, they're simply done. They feel sad, but not like they have to do it anymore. They have empathy, but they don't care. And they know they're building up to it. And they know that like once that, once you pass through that corridor, they know how they work. So it's like, they don't want to get there, but they're still going towards it. It's like the lights go off in that part of their heart. They are over door slam. I will see indigos and some blues fear their own powers in this way. The power of basically being done, like done with someone or a job that can happen too, or a situation, family, all sorts of stuff. When I say done, it's not about wishing them death or harm or anything. It's about like erasing them from your existence. They will take it a step further where they will pretend this person never existed. I watch a lot of um, history television, like history stuff, because I'm weird. I don't know. And I love it. I just love it. And you'll see like, you know, when you watch these old things, like when an emperor, an emperor or whatever, um, is or pharaoh is disgraced or taken out of power or somebody comes in or something like that. They'll go around and they, they would deface all the statues. And then they would like forbid the speaking of that person's name. Well, indigo, <laughs> indigos do that. I'm making indigos sound awful. But it's what they do. Blues do this too, but like indigo and some blues are like this. Okay. But like indigos do take it a step further into kind of like erasing this person from their, their hearts or their souls. They simply go on as this person does not exist anymore. It's very, is it cold? Is it? Um, yeah, maybe, but it's also something they don't know how else to do. They don't seek revenge. They don't talk about the person behind their backs. They simply slam the door and forget what's behind it. It's forever. It, they wish them well. They're like, prayers and peace and whatever but i don't like i can't never again it doesn't go back and once something's broken like that there's no repairs does this sound harsh well i yes it is but if you think about how much stuff indigos put up with before that moment if you think about that indigos put up with beyond what other humans will ever put up with they can ignore so much they can ignore offensive personalities people who are rude people who are energetically draining or just ill or or all sorts of things they will put up with that for years but the one time they start getting fed up the moment they see that this has now become something where they themselves are being abused and when the person starts projecting their own issues on them the indigo will finally react with a door slam mind you other people most other people and, and, like, let's say the person that gets the door slam, right? Like, that person who gets door slammed, like, mind you, they probably can't, like, other people in their lives have 
just never even given them a chance the way the Indigo had given them a chance. They walked away within moments of meeting. <laughs> okay. Like Indigo's deal with people that other people just won't even like they figure like they'll figure it out first five minutes and move on. The Indigo's because they're good at passes or they want to heal or whatever. That's why they put up with so much and then they finally get the door slam later. Um, and, and this, this person who gets the door slammed on them, they've, they've had people do this to them their whole life, just not so intensely like the Indigo does. So without a lot of drama or finesse, like people just kind of like don't call them back or, you know, don't follow up or just keep it real shallow between them or just ignore them or don't come around. The Indigo tried with this person a long time and way more than other people do. That's the thing. And then one day they're like, we're done. And that's part of an indigo spiritual awakening. It's like not doing that anymore. Like identifying who are the people that aren't worth the time or have the red flags all over them or, you know, getting yourself to a point where you don't have to heal in order to feel worthy. So it's a lot of stuff tied to the indigo's spiritual journey. And, you know, along the way, along life's journey, like you will shed people if you're indigo this way. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Indigos, I see this, are targets of abuse in a certain way, um, in a different way than other colors. Indigos tend to have this thing happen to them where they will become that thing another person like hates about themselves. I call it the blank canvas, okay? So indigos can show up like a blank canvas in a very disturbed person's life. And what happens is they will get painted upon. So they'll let the other person paint upon them. And the picture that gets painted upon the indigo is stuff the other person hates about themselves. It's projected. It's projected pain. Then, then the person in the indigo's life gets to abuse themselves by proxy. (laughs) They project that which they hate about themselves upon the indigo and can indirectly abuse themselves. It happens a lot. And indigos who aren't aware of this power can pull it out of people subconsciously. They are so sensitive and they see people so clearly, they can even trigger unbalanced people, trigger what the person can't handle. And therefore, sometimes that other person will just start throwing it off themselves and onto the indigo. It's something indigos must watch out for. And with an indigo spiritual awakening, you can get over this blank canvas thing. Like where all of a sudden your relationships are not another person acting out their issues on you and then like accusing you of that, accusing you of whatever their issues are. This happens to blue people too. 
Indigos are way more subject to energy attacks, or you could call them psychic attacks. Well, we can all be subject to them. It's just that some auras, like reds or yellows or greens, totally might not notice or care. <laughs> they just are like, whatever. I don't care. Oh, you psychic attacked me? I don't even care. If you notice and care, it happens to be more powerful. Okay. And that's what empaths do. They notice and they care. They can't help it. They speak non-verbally. So if somebody's sending you negative vibes, like you feel it. So this is more about the empath colors, but I thought I would throw this in here for help and awareness. An indigo or really any empath color, it's, it's important to know the science of an energy attack. Ooh, psychic attack, energy attack. Okay. The person doing it to you may or may not be aware. They may just be really latching onto the fact that you saw them in life and no one ever really has. So there's this soul pull. And maybe they love that you saw them. So they're like, oh my God, she saw me. And, and it's like a needy feeling. That's an attack. That's more of like a vampire thing. Or they, they saw that you saw them. They're super insecure about it. And they like hate you for it. <laughs> they, hate, they hate that you saw what they don't want to see. And they had to see that in your face, if that makes sense. I hope this all makes sense. But, okay, so there's a soul pull when there's a psychic attack, an energy attack. But then they hold you extra responsible at times for their own happiness. So if you distance or don't return a text or you just want to break, yeah, they can go postal on you. And that's an energy attack. It will feel like cloudiness in your head. Like you'll all of a sudden you'll get like cloudy. You'll feel panicked, anxiety, stress, overwhelm. You can feel like you're full of like adrenaline. Like you can't focus. The big thing here is to block them as much as you can. Don't try to make it better by talking to them. Take a break. Let it calm down. Get away from the phone, the emails, the social media, anything they can do to start getting you to notice them again. They need your energy to feed off of so they can get desperate. They can start running smear campaigns. Like if you're not texting them back, now they reach out to friends, family, mutual acquaintances. It can get messy. You'll feel like you are responsible for it. You're not. This is their behavior. Let them do what they'll do. It looks worse on them than you, honestly. These people that energy and psychic attack eventually will go away, but the less attention you give it, the better. Some colors are great at confrontation, man, like reds, greens, yellows, even purples. They'll get in someone's face and just scare the crap out of them. And they're like, okay, bye. But blues and indigos seriously can suck at confrontation. And sometimes we run, we do run. Um, and we door slam, but there are different types of confrontation. And one of them is setting boundaries before this stuff happens, noticing the red flags in your relationships and friendships, your neighbors even, and seeing where you can scale back your need to heal them. And you got to trust yourself too. Cause after something like this, after you go through this whole breakup with a friend or something like that, and you feel like energy attacks and psychic attacks and you smear campaigns, you can be like, you know what? I'm never, I'm only friends with my dog now. <laughs> like you can say, you can have moments like that where you're like, we're done with friends. Okay. My cat, me and my cat. Um, and my Sookie Stackhouse books. That's it. <laughs> like you can like not trust yourself anymore. Um, but you have to understand when you take a lesson from this stuff, spirit backs off on you because spirit will just keep sending you these red flag people over and over and over again till you understand what it was really about what it was really about. And it's really about boundaries and setting them and that that's not mean. And it's about feeling when someone's a little too needy or a little too dependent on you acknowledging them or validating them more than, you know, is necessary in a normal relationship. Um, Noticing that it's not quite a symbiotic relationship. Like one person, you know, that person gets more than you do. Stuff like that. And, And seeing that these people can't be in your life full scale. 
And that's what it's about. And if you're a stickler about making sure all relationships give you something in return, be it listening or common support, and you see that they care about you too. And here's the thing, you let people do things for you and you don't say no when people want to give to you and you say thank you instead, then it won't turn into a mess like this at the end of a relationship from one indigo to another. I'm just helping you out. Um, Every single indigo goes through this, okay? Every single one. And they will have this realization that they've had a lot of relationships that were way more dependent on them than they were on that person. That the people around them can be sucking from them, sucking energy. Because at the core of it, maybe that's where you felt your worth was. But if you take a step back and you grow, that's part of the indigo spiritual awakening. I think blue people get that too. And it's something that I want to work with you guys more and more with because I feel like it's... I love personal responsibility. You know, that's where our power is. That's where we can like really level up. And it's really uncomfortable to be like uncomfortable to be like, oh man, like where was I at fault too in this relationship? Like where did I where did I go wrong? Where was my first wrong turn? When you see that without beating yourself up about it, with just being loving, then you can be like, okay, okay, now I get it. And you can learn the lesson. And that's all spirit wants you to do. I am here with renowned indigo expert, a doctorate in his field of dealing with the highly sensitive indigo. Yes, yes. (laughs) Studied many years uh, living among them, amongst them, amongst the indigos. Now emails them daily. Scott Firester. Hey, Scott. Hey again, guys. Yes. Scott, you thank are. You, thank you for that wonderful intro. You, um, we don't really get like you know specialists on here. So this is my doctor voice. <laughs> that is your doctor yes, voice. This is how I talk when people call me a doctor. I prefer to call myself the Indigo Whisperer. You are the Indigo Whisperer, but in all seriousness. Yeah, yeah, so I just was talking about um, the Indigo, like how Indigos are, right? And that, like, as a color group, we're a bit more. Inward, introverted, a bit yes. like we can't handle so much yes. stimulus from the outside world. Yes. We need to isolate. And also, I talked about the door slam. Ooh. Like when now we're that, done, when yeah. we're done with somebody, we're done. Like yeah. that. Well, I mean, yes. And I've experienced like the like the, I don't know if we call it the door slam, but the door crack. Okay. Which is like kind of like when you'll just like really shut down, and you know. You kind of just go quiet. I go quiet. You go quiet right. and like it brews for a few days. Yeah. And then until finally it's like, all right, well, all right, let's come on. And then it'll come out. What? Okay. So like that, is that the door? That's not really the door slam. That's like more like, you know, uh, what would you call that? Like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like you, well, I think what you're talking about is like when I go, like when I, I start to process yeah. That a relationship I'm having with somebody. No, no, I was just like talking that. about between me and you. Oh, me and you. Yeah. Oh, no, so I'm like talking. if I, oh, no, I'm not a recipient of the door slam. Obviously you're still here. No, that's why I called it the door crack. Oh, okay. Yeah, like I kind of feel it like a little bit. Yeah. Like where you kind of shut down and then you're you're holding on to it and holding on to it. And then yeah, I don't do this often out. to you. No, You're, you're no, acting no. like this is like no, your life. A, every, every couple of weeks. <laughs> Sometimes you see things that are so blunt. It's like we can't, you know. Yeah, I know. All right, this isn't about us. Okay. But. 
Are you doctor? Yeah. <laughs> Should we start this over? Okay. This is kind of weird. Oh, are you bad? Yeah. All right, back to doctor voice. I am here with renowned indigo expert, a doctorate in the indigo field. He's lived yes, amongst yes. them, Dr. Scott. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. We can't have real experts on here, so... Right. You're our expert. Yes, and, and I'm trying do- to. I'm trying to use a more sophisticated voice. <laughs> you I are. Don't know this is serious. If you noticed, <laughs> you do live with an indigo. No, I do. Yes, and in all seriousness, ha- I do. You had to learn a lot. I feel it's a learning curve. <laughs> You've done well. Yes, it it, it 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 especially being a red, it, it takes time. It's not something you learn in a day. Right. Uh, you can't take a class for it. Um, unless the class we offer, 1995. No, just kidding. Um, There's no class. There is no class. Um, It's just something that comes over time Mm. and you learn how to, when you understand your colors and you understand the color of the indigo, like what what it really means, then it really helps to understand how they they act. So, so, you know, I have your indigo. Yeah. So I have a lot of experience, of course. And, um, but... Yeah, I understand it a lot better ever since you've been doing um, all the aura readings. Yeah, I was just on uh, the Intimate Knowledge podcast, and it, I was talking about how, like, kind of communication in any relationship helps you understand your partner better so you don't take things personally. Right. Like, so what have you learned about myself well, that, like, you know... Well, let me... let me. I want to start with that one you were talking about, the door slam. Yeah, so okay. door slams. Okay. okay, yeah. Because I, I've seen you... I've seen this in action. Yeah. So, and let me just see if I got this right. Okay. Okay, so... And correct me if I'm wrong, of course. Uh, so, basically, the door slam is, like, someone has done you wrong. Uh, you know, they did something to you, and it's almost like there's no coming back from it, right? And the yeah. indigo... Whereas I might be like, you know, all right, yeah, it was really bad, it was horrible. I can't stand them, but you know what? Fine, I'll give you another chance, right? Or give you two more chances, whatever. Yeah. So you're, but you're saying the indigo, like once you cross that line, yeah, there's no coming back, and the line's hard to find. Yeah, like the line's like deep in there, right? Like there is a lot before that before that happens, right? So. It, it, it's not like it's it's just a one a, a petty situation or very mm-hmm. superficial, but like you know it's funny because listen we've been together like twenty years, so I haven't had this situation with like I guess men you know uh-huh. but I have had it with friend relationships yes I've seen it and I think as I've grown or whatever as, in my own personal responsibility as a human, um, I look back and and sometimes some people that. I've had the door slam or I've had door slam moments with the first day of meeting them. You were like, Megan, no, like now, like, and you, so you, I, what my point was like when I was talking is like only indigos get themselves in these messes, honestly, a a lot of the times because they have such a high threshold for nonsense. Yeah, no, I, and yes, I've, I've seen you kind of, like sometimes you will, you don't do it so much anymore. Uh, I think you've probably learned a little bit, but you you have in the past gravitated towards people who, you know, I don't know, if, tend to be like narcissistic. Did yeah. I say that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah that's, okay. Yeah, that's part of my programming. And, you know, and I see those people right away. Yeah. You know, I mean, I can I can just tell they're jerky or what their motives are like right. that in that regard. Um, and, you know, just, you know, basically kind of, hey, they're taking advantage of you. Like, and yeah. I can see that from a mile away. And you're right. You 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 let it go, and you'll you'll you know talk to them, and be friendly with them, and hear what they have to say. You know, sometimes we made like 
deals with them and arrangements yeah. with these kind of people. Because I always feel and, bad. And I'm always like just shaking my head like, no, 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 no. This is not going to work. This is not going to work. Yeah. Not going to work. Um, but then finally at the end, you know, usually on these I'm right. Yes. They, they go bad. Yeah. And you do the door slams. I do the door slams. Where yeah. they're not ever going to hear from you again. I know. Like no matter what they do. Right. They're, they're never hearing from you again. I, I, but, you know, that's part of my, and I'm getting real personal with you guys, but that's part of my programming Yeah, to to, to go towards narcissism. Right. So it's something that I'm constantly working on. Right. And it's like a huge part of this podcast and it's a huge part of what I help people with because I'm always learning myself. Right. You know, but it's, you've been a great guide for me because you've been like, hey, take a step back. Like yeah. not normal behavior. You know, why do you gravitate? Why do you feel the, because, you know, I feel more lovable when I please narcissists. That's like part of a programming issue I have, <laughs> but I'm working on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a little less. I mean, I, you, you weeded out a lot of these people. Yeah. A lot of them are gone or they're in the freezer. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel that that's good, a good step. It's, it's weird that you, like, yeah, the door slam. I mean, I think like, like I'm like, I guess I get angry at them, but I don't, uh, when I talk to, I, I guess it would, I, you know, I don't care enough. Like, yeah, you I, don't care. Yeah, I just be That's like, the other thing. Yeah. Like, and the thing with indigos, and this happens to blue people too, don't get me wrong. Like, the thing with indigos is, and, and a lot of blues, but it depends on the blues programming, like how much they'll take. Blues can take a lot more um, before they freak out, um, and indigos... Take a lot too, but they will freak out eventually. Where yeah. a blue might not freak out, might not okay. ever do that. That's the different. That's one of the differences. Um, yeah, the thing is, is like there's such love and investment right. that goes into it. Like I, like me personally, I don't let a lot of people like completely in to know myself mm-hmm. because it's a lot of like work, and I feel like to do my best, I have to be like a thousand percent a friend. So when that happens and I've done that and then like I see like, oh my God, like they read me wrong. They read my intentions wrong or they think I'm this way or they think I'm that way or or they accuse me of something that's super not true or like whatever. It's like, oh my God, wow. Okay, I just got gaslighted or like whatever. And and then it's just, it gets like, I'm really mad at myself. And I think that's part of the door slam. Like people get very angry at themselves for allowing it to continue. Because because the door doesn't slam right away. It takes a long time. Yeah. Sometimes. There's a buildup. Yeah. There is a, but to the person on the receiving end, it's out of flipping. Oh, no, they didn't see it coming. (laughs) No, no. no. And and here's the thing with these people, because I like, I've seen you do it a few times and, there are people I know too. Yeah. So they're not like just you knew them. I know them too. Yeah. And I'm sure, like I'm 100% sure, they think it's me. Oh, I know. Like they probably think <laughs> like, oh my God, he told her never to talk to me again. That's he so told mean. her to do this, 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 and this. And she's just following what he said. Yes. And I'll be like, you know what? I don't even care. I'm probably still, follow- I'm probably still following these people. I don't even know. I don't care enough to not follow you. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. 
But Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. <laughs> we made a deal with this one person um, that they were going to – oh my, I don't even know if I should get into this. But like they made – you just shrugged at me. I have this children's book series that like I always have wanted to put together. It's it's like my it's it's my baby. It's my goal. I love it. It's for children so they can understand their aura colors, and it's truly a project of the heart. Yes, it's so hard to get a book published, so I just wanted to self publish it. Right. And I knew an artist, and um, I was like, okay, listen. And and this was when I didn't have a lot of money, and she didn't either. Okay, so I was like, hey, you know, can I commission you to? paint for this one book, you know, and I was going to give her a set amount of money to do it. And then I was going to self-publish a book, which can cost like what, how much? Two, two grand? Yeah, I don't know, a few thousand. Maybe. Yeah. Like, you know, and I was going to do it myself just so I could get it out to the few kids that I could get it out to, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, so we agreed. And then you were on the phone with her and you're like, this is how much it's going to be. Yes. This is as clear as I can be. I, you know, super <laughs> red. full redder. Yeah. yeah. And then right, she, red, and she was like, okay, I will accept that much and give you the pictures. And you were like, oh, okay. And then we went through the whole process. And then at the end, she's like, oh, um, actually, I want, like, she wanted to be partners when the book was Yeah, she wanted, like, royalties. She wanted, yeah, royalties. Right. And, all like, these, and I was going to put things. her name on the book, too, like, illustrated yeah, by and everything. Yeah, I was going to give her credit. Of course. But she wanted, like, to be, like, a, like some sort of, like, with a contract and all this stuff. And I'm just like... We, that's not what we said, you know, but it was like so much else built up to it. And it yeah. hurt my feelings so bad right. that they got the door slammed. They got the door slammed. Yeah. Like I was slammed. so hurt from that whole thing. Um, you know, just, I mean, I think we all, that's me being like real vulnerable with you guys, like telling you my own personal story. But I think like it's really important to sit there and be like, well, what did I learn from that? And mm-hmm. I learned that, you know, it's like a cognitive distortion to expect other people to do the same things you would do. That's on me, you know, and I've learned that I can't, or I can't blame people for that. And I can't expect them to do things the way I would do it. And they don't have to, that's Mm -hmm. the other thing. They don't have to do anything that I would do. They can be, they can do them. So Indigo Whisper. Indigo Whisper. You just you're just there with the I told you so at the yeah, end. Yeah, and you just you know as the Indigo Whisperer, you just have to be able to take that most of the people are just going to blame you. So <laughs> like, the, like oh, of the spouse of the Indigo, right? And right. They'll you know whatever it is, they blame you because yeah. they can't blame the Indigo. They can't imagine that someone so nice and wonderful would be mad at them. Right. So they could only think it's me, <laughs> the Red. That would do that to it's them. It's like I'm never mad. I'm like hurt. It's it's not yeah. even like anger. It's yeah. like just pain. Oh, well. 
All right. Well, I think I figured we just lighten it. Oh, we did lighten up in the beginning, but oh. to lighten things up again. Yeah, we'll lighten it up at the end as we always do. Okay. Um, and we will do indigo celebrities oh, yeah. that might need the indigo whisperers' help. Yes, you do provide help to the indigo yes. in and many ways. I do, and I, I, actually, I can give you like just one more example of it really quickly at the Mister Michaela Spiritual Family event. You know, you, there was a lot of energy in the room. You were really working hard trying to get everybody their colors and give everyone their, you know, time. And it was a big crowd. And at one point, I guess I had kind of put my, like, was kind of gave you like a bear hug and was yeah. like, kind of like talking to you uh, in a corner, just like trying to calm you down and yeah. everything. And I guess people took pictures of that. Oh, really? Unbeknownst to us, you Aww. know, because we're in the corner. And then when we were out at the end of the night having fun and dancing and everything, someone just took, showed me the picture and said, this is why... You guys are the best. Oh, yes. other indigos. Yeah. <laughs> so that's sweet. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, let's move on. Okay, that blue moment for me, I guess. All right. So indigos, celebrities that might need my help because I'm the indigo whisperer. And you know these celebrities probably do need your help. Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, we could lend you out. Yeah, and I and I have good rates, so <laughs> if they need me, you know, it's not that expensive. Full tiger eye. Um, <laughs> well, the first one, yeah. Well, the first one, yes. So, Catherine McPhee, you might know her from, yeah, definitely some tiger right here going on. Uh, she was a singer on American Idol. Yes. That was actually one of the seasons I watched. You watched that season, yeah. Uh, and as most of you who know who she is, she married a man that was about 90 years older than her. <laughs> um, so, that's the first problem. David Foster, right. Okay, David Foster. Most likely, you're right. He probably needs the red tiger eye. If you <laughs> listen to last week's episode, you know what that's good for. Right. Um, I thought, you know, a good thing for her would probably, they should do a couple naps. You know, they can nap together. Yeah, they can nap together. love to nap. Yeah, so I would tell her, hey, nap with him. Yeah, and so do older people. Right. Yeah. Um, you, you know, she might be, you know, I don't know how old she is now, but she might be missing some people that have got on an age and maybe passed, like older relatives, so she can look at him that way and kind of get some comfort there. Yeah. Yeah, so like that would be help her. Um, she just might need very needy people and... I would say, you know, he's probably needy or whatever and like have that uh, as as your guide for no, the relationship. Okay. Yes. So I, I think as an indigo, even though he's like very much older than her, uh, you know, he, he, he was around, you know, in the signing of the Declaration of Independence probably. But uh, yeah, I think it, I think uh, <laughs> I could help her a little she bit. Could use, you, yeah, she could use Yeah, just give her some you. tips. Just, yeah. yeah, tips on being an, uh, a healthy indigo. A healthy indigo. Right. Yeah. Okay. The next person I thought that would need my help yes. is an uh, Adam Driver. Adam Driver. Yeah. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren. Yeah. He, um, he's also from Girls. Right. Yeah, HBO Girls. And, you know, I read somewhere in an interview that he doesn't like to see himself perform. He doesn't. He's very tough on himself. Yeah. Uh, and I would tell him, look, you know, you're playing a, this really bad guy mm-hmm. in the movie. Trigger. In Star Wars. That's a trigger. Indigos get triggered. Right. You know, yeah. you know, you're killing people, innocent children. You're just trying to destroy the galaxy. Yeah, it's a lot. Uh, that's a lot for an indigo. Yeah. He you really know? like probably took it on too yes. in the role. He killed his own father. Oh my God. And, on he, solo. and, and he's indigo. So he like was there in that moment actually doing it. Yeah. So I would tell him, look, don't take those roles. Go back to like shows like the girls. Girls, feelings. You know, feelings. Yeah. I forgot who the co-star of that girl on oh, the show gosh. was. I forgot her name. But, Me too. Um, yeah, we'll never be able to remember that. But she seems someone that would be like really into feelings and indigo-ness. Yeah, feelings. Yeah. 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 That was so a show about feelings. That's how I would help him. So that's better for him, better roles. Yes. Okay, got it. Okay. Next we have Michelle Obama. 
She's an indigo. You know, uh, you know, former first lady, if you don't yes. know. Okay. She's an indigo. And I was like, when you told me that, I was like shocked. I was like, whoa, really? she's an indigo? Wow. Well, yeah. because like you don't usually think of people in politics. Well, she's well, I mean, she supported kinda, her husband. I feel yeah. like her thing was like, I'll do it because you want you like you know, I'll do it because right. you need me to do it. Right. Which is so indigo. So I wanted to go. And she always says, like, I'll never run. This was not no. fun for her. <laughs> like, right, she's always saying that. Yeah. And he's a green, I believe. He's very green. So he's very green. Brock's she's indigo. Very green. Brock's yeah. Very green. Okay. Interesting. And she's indigo, and which is usually a good combo. And she just and they do seem very happy and in love. Yeah. And like she does feel like she supported him a lot. And but then she's very honest that like that is not that was not her cup of tea. Right. And I mean I I mean I would just tell her, look, don't do any more Netflix specials. Because if you do a Netflix special, you're yeah. gonna get like millions of followers. There are so in many five followers. Minutes. So many followers. Uh, anyone on Netflix that listens, please contact me. <laughs> uh, I don't have a problem with the twenty million followers. You know what I you know what she would need? Any indigo that has like a, and there's so not many in Hollywood. And a lot of them aren't even on Instagram, honestly, because they probably can't handle the social media. Mm-hmm. Um any indigos probably have somebody managing that for them, I would think. Like I, I doubt Michelle Obama's looking at her own DMs. Right. There's some oh, assistant no, that handles that completely. Sure. Because like I, like indigos are the type because I'm one. It's like, you know what? I like I love connecting with people in a happy, healthy, wonderful way. But if some like if anybody's mean, oh my God, like it really like can upset me. Um, and it goes because you, you feel it so strong because you have attachments. So there's no way she's taking care of her own DMs. No way. And she shouldn't be. I mean, I DM'd her. She wrote me back. But. Oh, you lucky dog. <laughs> Did you tell her that you needed a, like, fitness help? <laughs> like, because you, you tell her you were a little, a little child that needed more fitness? Something like that. <laughs> All right, next we have is Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Nobody's going to... I'll you go Google that now. Yeah. You have no idea who he is, but when you Google him, you'll be like, oh, yeah. Yeah, let me just tell you, he's been <laughs> in some movies like 1917. Yeah. He's been in Sherlock... He's most noted for Sherlock Holmes, British actor, uh, Doctor Strange. The Avengers. The Avengers, okay? And he's been called, this was interesting to me, the thinking woman's crumpet. Oh, my God. Do you know what that means? Yeah, that's like a British thing. Like so what? a crumpet is yeah. like slang for like like a sexy little thing. Mm. So she's like the thinking woman. Like the thinking it's like woman. a smart like if you're smart, you think he's hot. That's basically like okay. He's the thinking woman's crumpet. He's like the smart person's hottie because he's like he's not like Brad Pitt looking. No, but okay. If you if you like watch him or you hear him talk, he's so intelligent. So he's in. Intelligence is, is what gets sexy. the cumberbatch. You're like, ooh, yeah, going. Yeah, and he, and then he becomes a crumpet. He becomes a crumpet. <laughs> so what, what a funny a cumberbatch name. crumpet. Crumpet. Cum cumberbatch. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, for him, you know, I, I would say do what you're doing. He's you know, doing it fine. seems like he's doing great. He does great. He doesn't need your yeah, help. Yeah, maybe cut it with again. You know, maybe cut it like with uh, Adam Driver. Cut it with the you know army roles. Yeah, what's with all these like yeah, yeah. tough roles? Yeah, I, I would again. I would say go back to like you know driving miss daisy if you can things like that those he was kind in of that? i don't know Indigos I mean, if they do a remake do really great at like yeah. heavy sad roles oh no he'd be perfect on that show that you used to love Which one? on pbs oh yeah downton abbey downton abbey that's perfect for him you know i'll tell his publicist he's not on your list i don't think but jake gyllenhaal he's like an indigo okay. and if you like jake gyllenhaal is only good in movies that are like depressing as hell like um like Brokeback Mountain. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he was so good in that. 
So I just almost have, too good. Yeah, no, it was good. Yeah, he no, was they good. they were invested. They were. But I'll tell you, like we felt that, and like you had to be like that to really get. I mean, indigos. That's the thing with them; they are invested. I know. I would have went up that mountain. I know you would have. All right. Um. <laughs> I can accept that about you. Yes. <laughs> with one of those crystal yes. things. All right. The last one I like to do is the actual. Um, character from a TV show. Okay. But this is actually interesting because when I when I picked this person, yeah. you actually told me the actor in life is also Indigo. Yeah, we so, had a whole moment. Right. So the character <laughs> he plays is Indigo and then in real life he is. Yeah. This is Leonard Hofstadter. That's his name on the Big Bang Theory. Yeah. And his uh, Johnny Galecki and, yeah. is his real name. And da- he was David and Roseanne. David and Roseanne. Yeah. He always um, plays that kind of schlubby. Yeah, he like that schlubby. Everyone's mean to him. I'm sorry. Uh, sorry, Penny. He plays an indigo and then he is indigo. That, that's crazy. And like it's funny because then I was reading up on like what um, John Goodman said about him, for example. Uh-huh. And like they just said like, oh, there's just something about him. Everybody just wants to take care of him. He's the most lovable thing ever yeah no, I, I always thought he was a great actor i but you know you have that theory where actors are just um being themselves yeah and that's why they're, and that's good, why actors. they're good actors now i have to ask and you, i'm gonna put you on the spot here is the guy that plays i don't know if you know the answer sheldon cooper he's, is he green he's green and he's and he's like yes the perfect green i think he's just playing himself he's the perfect green yes. on the show yep that's so, yeah. yeah. Maybe that's why the show was really good. Because they just played themselves. And let me guess, then Penny would have to be like a purple? She's yellow purple. Yellow purple. Yeah. And then... But more purple, yeah. Who's the other guy? Wallowitz. Oh, Wallowitz. He's got to be a green. He's like green blue. Green blue. Yeah. And then Raj is... Oh, Raj. He was like purple. Purple. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. Oh my gosh. We stopped watching because it got dumb. Yeah, it got dumb. But it was a good it was a good show until they, it got dumb. Yeah, they started getting inauthentic in their aura. And yeah. It just ended. Like the show got weird. We'll end it on that note. <laughs> hey guys. Good idea. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We so appreciate you. This podcast is for you and about you. You guys take care. <laughs> <laughs>